You are now tuned in to the Uncensored Podcast on Boss FM. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Uncensored on Boss FM. Happy April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. Yes, honey. We are going to be snatching wigs all day. And I'm a prankster, so this is one of my absolute favorite days. John, maybe not so much. It is your party boy, Joey. And it is our co-host, John, our awesome man, John, our other party boy john i was gonna say your party boy john on april fool's day yes screw it it. no you're still a party boy heart you know that i mean anything goes on on today right yes i don't know what i'm gonna start i'm just gonna be posting statuses about things i'm gonna get a new car you never know i'm just gonna post myself beside some maserati you never know how i'm gonna feel today i still have time it's still daylight out here (laughs) oh my god how are you feeling I'm feeling good, but you know what I just realized while you were while you were monologuing? What? Is is Michael Strahan's tooth thing uh April Fool's bit? No, that's legit. Are you sure? I, I will be very pissed off if he did. I'm calling <laughs> if I'm calling you. I will be so That's a prank. Because I was we were just talking about it and I was I, I could not believe I could not understand him doing it this late in his life this late in his his wealth life you know he's been rich for a decade Forever. at least yeah. yeah um so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if on by april 2nd the gap is back in between his teeth i think one year are you familiar with anthony davis no who's that he's a he's a basketball player he's got a unibrow He's got very famously got a unibrow. Like his nickname is the Brow. No, I've never heard of him. And one year he shaved it, but it ended up being a April Fool's joke. So I don't trust this Strahan thing, and I don't trust April Fool's Day. I hate it. I've been on I edge love. all day. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love April Fool's Day. It is literally my favorite thing to do. I kind of, I wish we had a prank today because I really want to call and prank my mom. But um, I think I've put her through enough pranks in my life. It's absolutely one of my most favorite days. Do you want me to call her and ask her for your hand in marriage? Um, That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, oh. no, I'm not doing that, but tell us what, what we got in the show and, and don't, no fibs, no, no pranks. Just tell, No, just I'm not real... going to prank you about the show, but you never know how I'm feeling. I might prank you during. Um, the MLB is opening up amidst a potential fourth wave of COVID. So we still have not learned anything, even with these vaccines, same on us. Mm. Um, and then New York and Virginia are legalizing or moving towards legalizing marijuana. So if you puff, puff, pass, you're not passing because of COVID, but you can puff. Footage of Derek Chauvin, his reaction while George Floyd was taken lifeless by ambulance. Um, there's a video footage of that, and there's even a quote saying what he said. We got our birthdays. We got the U.S. Capitol. You, Officers uh, are suing Donald Trump. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, it sounds like we're going to 
the bringing down the mood sufficiently in this episode. Um, another celebrity mansion was broken into. Let's see, yes. who, see who we're talking about later in the episode. But now, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in a few minutes to talk about today's top news on Uncensored. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. Again, it's your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with our co-host, John. And we're going to jump right on into our top news. John, what do we got going on today? Well, first off, we've got another professional sports league opening up uh, amidst the pandemic. It seems like people are pretty much over uh, health and safety protocols. So... Uh, amidst the potential fourth wave of COVID cases and COVID deaths, a majority of the Major League Baseball teams will start the season uh, opening up their doors to 20% of their potential stadium capacity. Uh, groups, The teams will be asking groups to socially distance in the stands. Some teams will be having a, uh, some smaller group of fans in attendance uh, but some teams will be having much much larger numbers of fans in attendance the Texas Rangers plan to open up completely on April 5th that's 40,000 more than 40,000 seats Uh, Mm -mm. the state's face mask requirement has also been lifted so uh, you know there's other the NBA is also going through this right now. Uh, I know my favorite team, the Celtics, just opened up their stadium to fans for the first time in a year, over a year. Uh, but the CDC says that there's almost certainly going to be another wave. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that we as a country are just, we're dumb. We're not getting it. What are we... Like, these people who have died in our country in this short amount of time, we haven't learned anything? Yeah, it's like, it's going to be, you know, three quarters of a million people by the time it's all said and done. Like, you can't say that this thing is not real because you could see how many people have died. Just the explosion of numbers within a year... I think it's a combination of people thinking it's not real and people thinking, well, screw it. We got to open up the uh, economy. We can't live without money. I would, I don't, I don't think money's that deep to me. I'm, I could never, I'm so thankful I'm not a sports fan. I'm so grateful for it because I don't want to sit in, even when it was normal, I didn't want to sit at a basketball game or a football game or even a, a baseball game. I didn't. So I, I feel like this is just so pointless. And then Texas, of all states, it's like the one what well, the second biggest state in the country. I think Alaska's the first. Uh size wise, yeah. Yeah. I think it's so Texas and then Alaska. Either way, this state has more of a population than any other state. Why 
in God's name do you want to have that many people and then you've completely lifted the man the with the masks right uh, I I don't I would caution you against you know placing this completely on sports you know the CDC recently recommended that children can children are safe with that with up to three foot three feet of social distancing Mm -hmm. but i'm not i'm not fully blaming it on sports i'm blaming it on texas um but i think i think it's the forty thousand seats it's the i yeah that's tough i mean they're kind of and it sucks for the other teams too because they have to in good faith probably follow the rules you know Mm -hmm. but they're all losing out on a ton of revenue but it's the same thing you know schools are are going back into session um and it's because people people need child care so that they can get back to work Mm, 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 mm. i think that this is such a bad idea yeah it's just another it's another um sign that you know we don't take this seriously enough and things are probably not done being crazy well if i could write any if i could write anything i would say not wearing a mask would be illegal but speaking of legality hold on a second new york wait a second (laughs) that was a pretty good segue but i was I, i also had one cooking (laughs) <laughs> and you beat me to it. And I, I want to get mine off. Okay, go ahead. So it was going to be something like, well, if you have to cough, hopefully it's not from COVID-19, but maybe it's from legalized marijuana in Virginia and New York, because those two states... Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I feature that. I feature that. All right, but back to yours. Speaking of legality. Speaking of legality, uh, New York and Virginia look to legalize marijuana. I think I think this is a good thing. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. And I don't even like smoking, but I think it's good. I think we were talking about this the other day. I, I think that, oh, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday in um, regards to sex work. Where it's just like legal, yes. legalize it and regulate it. You know, yes. people, crime... The crime surrounding the drug trade is because it's illegal. Well, I want to know what it feels like to get high. (laughs) So I support this. Um, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a bill on Wednesday to legalize adult use of marijuana, making it the 15th state to allow um, recreational use of the drug, while Virginia moved to legalize possession of small amounts this July by July 1st. This report produced by Gavin O'Gray. So New York governor has signed everything. Like he has signed everything over. And then we have the Virginia governor, Northam. He said that racial disparities in prosecution of marijuana related crimes prompt him to accelerate this timetable. So he's sick of black men getting arrested for having it are getting pulled over with it on them and then having to go to jail. It's like, it's dumb. So he's just going to go ahead and knock it out. You have a small portion of it, you're good. Right. 
well that's cute uh for him i think but it's also like there's going to be another arbitrary law to fill that vacuum for cops to hassle black men oh yeah oh yeah that's true that's true and didn't we, didn't we cancel take... didn't we cancel northam what happened black what did i miss I don't know if we canceled Northam. I don't know anything. What happened? Blackface. Did he do that? I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> I'm going to look it up. What else you got about legalized ganja? Um, it is the tax collection could reach $350 million annually and create up to 60,000 new jobs. So it's a market. Oh yeah, I that I did not realize it was a market for. Like people are really going into business for on it, and it's getting successful. Like California, it's one on damn near every DC. I know y'all got a lot of. Oh yeah, when you said you wanted to feel like what it was like to get high, I was gonna say just come to, uh, just come to DC and you could get a, you could get an edible or something. Is that him? Uh oh. The ghetto, honey. The ghetto. Yep. Um, there was a scandal a while back with Ralph Northam wearing blackface, but apparently he didn't get canceled. And uh, the reason I brought that up is because Andrew Cuomo also canceled. I think that a lot of these um, fat cat politicians. Oh, not that cat Jesus. They keep this legalized weed card in their back pocket. And when just so, to kind of get them back in. And when it hits the fan and they need to gain favor because it's a I'm sure it's a very popular policy with potheads, people who understand business, like especially in New York of all places, agriculturists, all that crap. Yeah. And so I don't know. You Andrew Cuomo gets me tooed and uh, all of a sudden weed is legalized. I'm not mad, but I'm not. I'm also very, I'm doobie. I'm dubious. <laughs> I'm dubious. Yes, dubious. Well, I'm here for it. I told my mom today, I was like, girl, I'm coming home. I'm going to puff, puff, pass for this bitch. Yes. Like, I'm ready. I want to see what it's going to do. And I want to see, I know I got some piehead friends in Virginia that are low key. So I told him I ain't spoken with nobody I ain't going to trust. So I got to trust you. Well, I may or may not be able to take care of you if you come to DC, but I won't. No, I will DC, not. DC, DC is a trap for me. I get so drunk in DC. I can't deal. So no, DC is off the map for about uh, maybe one more year. Okay. I'm going to make sure I can keep myself together. All right. But yeah, I, I, this is going to be a big booming thing. Like, I, I know there's a woman here that's trying to open up something in cannabis, um, even in Atlanta. Uh, she's doing a really, really good job at that. So I don't think that they're going to switch the laws over in Atlanta. I think that it's still going to be very stringent here. But wait for Brian Kemp to get caught up. Uh, mm, hello. Wait for Brian Kemp that. to get caught up. And uh, or wait for a, a Democratic governor to be elected in 20. Uh, 2022 other way I, I feel that we are out of time we were going to talk about uh this Derek chauvin trial we've been like letting it develop before we get into it too much but tomorrow kayla's back 
and we will probably spend the whole first segment talking about it um yeah so be prepared that'll be stay tuned with us yeah that'll be tomorrow uh but right now we're going on break when we come back uh we're gonna get into some trending topics at uncensored boss fm on social media we'll talk to you guys in a minute And welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. I'm your guest host, John. And as you can probably tell, I'm feeling more comfortable in this host seat. I'm here with your boy, <laughs> your party boy, Joey. And, yeah, honey, yeah. And we are rounding out hour one. We're getting into some trending topics. And you know we got to start with the celebrity birthdays. We've got Kid Ink turning 35. Yeah, Kid Ink. Christian Combs, the progeny of Sean Puff Daddy Combs. Mm-hmm. He's turning 23. Uh, YouTube sensation, uh, not my favorite, but uh, you know, a megastar, Logan Paul. He's going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather coming up. He's turning 26. Mm-hmm. And Rachel Maddow is turning, my girl is turning 47. Yeah, incredible telejournalist Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Happy birthday, She's everything. girl. Yes. Now, let me tell y'all about these two U.S. Capitol officers who are suing Donald Trump, rightfully so, for his role in the January 6th insurrection. So two Capitol Police officers filed a civil suit Tuesday against former President Donald Trump. For physical and emotional injuries, they say they suffered as a result of the January 6th Capitol riot. In the lawsuit, James Blassingame, who was a 17-year veteran of the force, and Sidney Hemby, who has served as a Capitol officer for 11 years, quote Trump's words leading up to the riot, including Trump's baseless claims of voter fraud and his assertion that Democrats were trying to steal the election. I think it is about time somebody came out of the woodworks and filed this suit. I've been waiting for this suit. Okay, I I don't I have no idea what's going to happen with this suit, but I have a question about this. Okay. What is this thing? What is the mechanic what are the mechanics of the justice system where it's like the criminal charges never pan out. But there's always some like civil suit around the same action that does pan out and obviously the main example the best example i can give you right now is that excuse me that george floyd's family was paid millions of dollars by the city of minneapolis Mm -hmm. but but there's a i'm i'm assuming a pretty good chance that Derek chauvin is going to walk free so while this because the the trial is not about you know seeing if he killed him the trial is getting away with killing him right but that's what i'm saying like they they've already if the city is uh responsible in so much that they've paid millions of dollars then it's because this guy did a bad thing Mm -hmm. 
but the criminal the the criminal side of the justice system is going to say not bad enough for us to do anything about it even though the civil side said it's bad enough to to like empty our city coffers you know what i mean another example is um deshaun watson we talked about Mm -hmm. him last night he's being sued by 19 massage therapists but it's Mm -hmm. not the no criminal charges right but he at this point is at a state where you have actual officers actual officers that are suing for his negligence you're talking about trump yeah yeah i hear you and i i think i my gut tells me that they will probably succeed yeah or that trump, i think because i think because they worked for the capital is why they would succeed he'll end up settling right and they'll I make think, a bunch it, of money whereas with this whole george floyd thing they're still going to paint george floyd or make it seem as if whatever he got was justified and it never will be i guess but to me i feel like and i'm sure that it's all like legalese like Mm -hmm. the city has already admitted accepted responsibility and they showed that by paying the family out but 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 if you want if you've seen part of the case because i saw a glimpse of it today they were saying that he was on something while he was in the store what does that have to do with the price of tea in china and the fact that this man was killed by police officers who were sworn to pretend to defend to defend and protect well we can get into it tomorrow but if 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 it's the case that he was he died because of whatever's in his system which i don't believe no, he didn't. Why would the, but but if that were the case, or if that were even possibly the case, why would the city pay them money? Why would the city pay his family money? Exactly. But that's my thing. The civil suit seems to always get it right, or at least favor the victim, for better or for worse. But that being said, I don't know anything about it, so um, I, I I'm anxious to see how it works out. Well, here's what I'm not here's what I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling that they're only asking for $75,000. I feel like they need to ask for about a couple hundred thousand dollars and here's why. Because Trump put them in a space where people were killed and that could have been them. Well, it's 75,000 times 5. So it's not even a million dollars. Altogether. Oh, it's not even half a million dollars altogether. It's very weird. Oh, I, I, I agree. I that, that that sum. I could live with that. I thought it was just seventy-five. But each. but it is. It is. No no no. You're right. You're absolutely right. And and now that I look at it, I think it's it's a very bizarre sum of of money to be right suing for. Yeah. So it's yeah. No. Hundred. Like I I would be asking for about four four fifty five hundred. Because again people have died in this they died stupidly a lot of them died stupidly the woman and then the dude that tasered his balls and had a heart attack they all died dumb they should have never been there but and and, well and it's like the biggest it's the most high profile thing that that you could possibly sue for 
I would be suing for like two hundred million dollars or something. Oh yeah, something oh. stupid. Where they'd yeah. be like, "Come on, dude, we're not gonna give you that." And I'd be like, "Well, you know, talk to me. I'm just trying to expand the Overton window." Yes, come on, Overton window. I. Yes, I'm here for that. So I, I, I think that that's, I think that it's stuff for emotional distress and violating DC statutes. Uh, yes, you need to ask for more. If you're listening, ask for more money. You deserve more. Right, and bleed because him dry. Been you, huh? I said, forget what he deserves. Bleed Trump dry. Right. You could have been. That could have been you in that casket. Mm. Good God. So he true. basically said your life don't mean shit. And he gonna cause whatever he's gonna cause because he feels like he's got rigged in an election, which nobody's feeling him anymore. Even his Republicans. Well, so I can't. We'll see, but we're uh, let us know what you guys think. Um, is Trump responsible for what happened on January sixth at the yeah. Capitol? Hell yeah. And if so, doesn't he deserve to? Um, you know, pay some sort of penance, whether that be a criminal charge or a civil charge. And furthermore, what is the deal with um, civil charges and, and criminal charges? And am I crazy thinking that the civil charge tends to get it right more often? Mm-hmm. It does. Let it us, absolutely does. Let us know what you guys think at Uncensored Boss FM on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll be right back after this break. Peace. Welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. I'm your host, John, and you're here with me and your party boy, Joey. It's a brand new month, and so we are leaving our wonderful woman's world, our ladies' lounge segment in the past, and we are here with a new spring segment. As usual, I don't know the name of it, so I'm going to call it Spring Forward. I like it something springy this way comes (laughs) (laughs) well whatever it is it's our spring segment and becca's gonna give you a little it's your girl becca welcome to our spring segment where we will discuss many things that highlight that feeling and sense of spring surrounding us all throughout the month and for today i'll be talking about the origin of april fools this day is celebrated on april 1st each year and has been celebrated for several centuries by different cultures though its exact origins remain a mystery. April Fool's Day traditions include playing hoaxes or practical jokes on each other. Often yelling April Fool's at the end to clue in the subject of the April Fool's Day prank. While its exact history is a mystery, the embrace of April Fool's Day jokes by the media and major brands has ensured the unofficial holiday's long life. Some historians speculate that April Fool's Day dates back to 1582 when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, as called for by the Council of Trent in 1563. As in the Hindu calendar, the new year began with the spring equinox around April 1st. People who were slow to get the news or failed to recognize the start of the new year had been moved to January 1st and continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st became the butt of the jokes and hoaxes and were called April Fools. 
These pranks included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as poisson d'avril, which translates to April fish, said to symbolize a young, easily caught fish and a gullible person. Historians have also linked April Fool's Day to festivals such as Hilaria, which is Latin for joyful, which was celebrated in ancient Rome at the end of March by followers of the cult Cybele. It involved people dressing up in disguises and mocking fellow citizens and even magistrates and was said to be inspired by the Egyptian legend of Isis, Osiris, and Seth. There's also speculation that April Fool's Day was tied to the vernal equinox or the first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere where Mother Nature fooled people with changing unpredictable weather. April Fool's Day spread throughout Britain during the 18th century. In Scotland, the tradition became a two-day event, starting with the hunting of the gawak, in which people were sent on phony errands. Gawak is a word for cuckoo bird, a symbol for fool. In modern times, people have gone to great lengths to create elaborate April Fool's hoax. Newspapers, radios, TV stations, and websites have participated in the April 1st tradition of reporting outrageous fictional claims that have fooled their audience. In 1957, the BBC reported that Swiss farmers were experiencing a record spaghetti crop and showed footage of people harvesting noodles from trees. In 1885, Sports Illustrated writer George Plimpton tricked many readers when he ran a made-up article about a rookie pitcher named Sid Finch who could throw a fastball over 168 miles per hour. In 1992, National Public Radio ran a spot with former President Richard Nixon saying he was running for president again. Only it was an actor, not Nixon, and the segment was all an April Fool's Day prank. That caught the country by surprise. In 1996, Taco Bell, the fast food restaurant chain, duped people when it announced it had agreed to purchase Philadelphia's Liberty Bell and intended to rename it Taco Liberty Bell. In 1998, after Burger King advertised the left-handed Whopper, scores of clueless customers requested the fake sandwich. Google hosts an annual April Fool's Day prank that included everything from telepathic search to the ability to play Pac-Man on Google Maps. And I hope you found this information about April Fool's to be interesting. Please stay tuned for Kayla's Corner and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UncensoredBossFM to stay up to date and as always, stay curious and beautiful. We'll be right back after this break. Hey y'all, it's your girl Kayla, and guess what? I'm back with another Kayla's Corner, and I am back to Uncensored. I hope y'all miss me, because I miss talking to y'all. But if you are just now listening to Kayla's Corner, and this is your first time tuning in, it's cool, because let me explain what I do here. So, I take about a brief moment to help one of our listeners or audience members with something that is troubling them in their life. I offer my expertise, my opinion, my advice, whatever I can give to them in that moment of whatever the problem that they're going through. So here's what today's letter reads. My girlfriend went to Vegas with her friend as a vacation and also met up with a guy friend she knows there. To preface, we've been having relationship issues and long distance issues and she was insecure that I would break up with her. So she tried to detach herself from me for the past few days. Anyway, 
So she goes and hangs out with him. At the end of the night, he kissed her and she said she didn't pull back immediately. She immediately regretted it afterwards and called me about it 10 minutes later. She says she wants to fix things and tries to convince me. She gets to the point where I might be convinced to stay, but then changes her mind and says we need to break up. Now she's texting me again how much she misses me and changed her mind again. I'm so miserable, confused, hurt. What should I do? Am I a royal idiot for taking her back? Should I just cut cold turkey? So, here is what I'll say. Think about what you want first. It's always about what you want and what your heart wants. But you also have to be smart about it. Granted, your heart may want to be with her and be there for her but a big red a big red flag for me as I'm reading this and learning about your situation is the fact that she keeps saying yes and then changes her mind to no because to me what that sounds like is that she's fighting a battle internally saying she's fighting whether she wants to be with you or she doesn't you know when you want to be with somebody you know when you want to work things out You know when you really do need to leave. However, your heart is telling you different, but you know it's best in your interest to leave, which is what it sounds like that your girlfriend is doing. Sounds like she thinks it's in her best interest to leave, but she knows that she wants to be with you. Her cheating on you, and yes, I say cheating because she did kiss someone else that is not you. That's my grounds of cheating. Anything that you wouldn't want your your partner to do, to me, is cheating. I wouldn't want my partner to kiss. And I'm not to kiss anyone else. But I'm not saying that her kissing him and immediately not pulling back, you know, should be the end-all, be-all for you. Maybe you're one of those people that can forgive someone who did cheat. Me, I cannot. You cheat, that's it. Because I can never look at you the same again. I'm always going to think that you are cheating. No matter what it is. So, if you feel in your heart that you can progress and still be happy with her, then I say, go for it. However, what really needs to happen before you decide to go for it is y'all need to this is what I always say communicate y'all need to sit down and have a whole talk and basically say look if I'm gonna get back with you how can I trust you how can you prove to me that I should be able to trust you when you either go on vacations with your friends when you go somewhere or when you're out hanging out with your guy friends How can I trust you to to see that you won't do the same thing that you did when you were in Vegas? And hey, by all means, you have to give her some type of maybe one and a half brownie points for calling you and letting you know right then and there. Because some people, you know the saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's for one. Also, two, she could have waited until she got back to tell you. So... It's, it's, it's showing that signs of 
you guys wanting to be there. Well, both of you guys wanting this relationship to work, but it's it feels like there is something that you guys have to talk about that is holding both of you guys back. You mentioned that you have um, distance issues. I'm a little confused on that, but to me, it sounds like maybe you're working or maybe you are in the military or something like that. And you're stationed somewhere else. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you have to take that extra step in a relationship to, to show her that, you know, you want to be here. So maybe that's why she's probably detaching. I'm not sure. But she probably has to do the same thing. It's probably that sense of security in your relationship that both of you guys are missing, which is a one making her want to detach. But I'll tell you this, man. Once a girl detaches from a relationship, she's gone. Whether she's she could physically be there, but mentally she is not there and probably somewhere in, in Cabo with the man of her life. That's what I'm saying. So first things first is to always try to communicate and literally air out all the dirty laundry that you guys have put everything on the table and talk it out in a calm manner make sure that that conversation is very much progressive and that you are both parties are listening with the intent to internalize not the intent to just respond the intent to understand and empathize with that person instead of just responding to just respond and if at that moment or you find different moments where you're getting angry or something of that nature that you don't like, acknowledge it. And maybe you have to take some time to walk away. Maybe This conversation probably won't happen in one sitting. And you guys may attempt to have it several different times. But, you know, hey, at least you're attempting. So if you do want to work something out, communication definitely is best. On the other note, you know, so I feel like there's two or maybe three parts that you guys had to address in this, this conversation. For one, it's the whole cause and effect of the relationship issues prior to this event in Vegas happening. And then make coming up with a resolution for that. The next I would say would be the Vegas event. And how it transpired, you know, what she was thinking, et cetera, et cetera. Then coming up with a resolution for that. Because I think if you are hurt that she did kiss someone else, then your trust definitely is probably not even there anymore. So coming up with a resolution to say, hey, you know, how can I trust you? If I can trust you, it's going to be rocky, but you have to be patient. Um, and both you guys being on the same page with, with that understanding. And then lastly, it's projections for moving forward in the future. So what can we do to prevent this? What can we not do so that we don't end up in the same place? Um, maybe trying different things. From the beginning of how you guys started talking and implementing those back into the problem. Well, not the problem, but the solution. Because maybe that will get you guys to really start to like each other again. 
and get out of this realm of complacency if that if that was where your relationship issues were but yeah I would just definitely say start with the communication thing but also before you even decide to communicate make sure that you get all of your thoughts and ducks in a row you get all of what you want what's your goal that you're trying to walk into accomplish and be real and honest with yourself and make sure that you actually want to do this before you even decide to jump in it and hey maybe after the conversation the best thing to do is to break up but on that note it is your girl Kayla I'm about to toss it back to Becca and Joey in the studio after this break we have some more trending topics coming up Stay tuned. Welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. I'm your host. I'm your guest host. Let me not get carried away. I am your <laughs> I, I'm your guest host, John, and I'm here with your party boy, Joey. Joey. What's up, my guy? I cannot. So listen, weren't we just talking about somebody getting onto a celebrity's property and then just acting a complete nutbag? Yes, we were talking about uh, Champagne Poppy, Drizzy Drake, yesterday. His he his property was attacked by a woman with a knife and a pipe, mm-hmm. and I think a security mm-hmm. card was assaulted but that's it she didn't get anywhere near the property so how about a man got arrested after swimming naked in kendall jenner's pool uh so yeah i was just being a little bit flippant about it but when we talked about it (laughs) yesterday i yeah when we when we really discussed it it's kind of scary i don't like it yeah i don't like it what happened to this dude did they arrest him well, yeah, he's absolutely arrested, and Kendall said she's done with it. So she beefed up her armed security team after the man attempted to help himself to a nude swim at her place. Oh. And she has already moved from one previous address to the one that she's at now because of scary things like that and for burglaries. So we're told that Kendall was home oh, when he was God, there. Oh, my God, dude. My, my heart is thumping right now. She was home when Uh, she did it. uh, I don't like it. Now, it's considered now misdemeanor trespassing. He was arrested for that. And we were told that he never made any contact with Kendall. Even after spending six hours behind bars, he was released due to COVID protocols in jail. Okay, I just had a thought. And this is why I hate this day. Is this real? Mm Mm-hmm. Did this really happen? Mm-hmm. Are she going to come out on Instagram and, and say, ha-ha, funny, funny, I found, April Fool's I found joke? it on Instagram. But it's an April Fool's joke, right? It better not be. I would hate to have to kick Kendall Nicole in her ass. <laughs> I just feel like, how do we even know what's real anymore? I don't, I don't trust it. And then... <laughs> Kendall's attorneys just ran to court on Monday to get a temporary restraining order against a different individual 
A man who was in a mental health facility last week told police he planned to shoot Kendall and then himself. Okay. My bad. Right. I believe it. Um, <laughs> damn, dude. So you want to be famous. So you want to... It's ridiculous. You want to keep up with the Kardashians. No, you don't. I feel like fame is, is awful, dude. Imagine not being able to leave the house. Not in your house. She's in the house and the dude is swimming naked in the pool. Oh, trust and believe. When I'm famous, when I'm famous, my shit will be gated. Right. It will be electric. Get you Drake's security guards, not Kendall's security guards. Kylie. Kendall? I'm. It's, it's Kendall. Kendall, who cares? I'm. I'm. No, I'm going to get Cardi B's um, security. That sit outside. It's goons outside, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm yeah. here for it. When I get famous, my my fence. You think you're gonna hop it? It's electric, bitch. It's gonna be uh, as soon as I go to sleep. I'm putting that thing on. You'll get shocked. Um, I think we mentioned that Drake had another stalker in his house. I think in 2017. It- Eating his snacks. Eating his food. Yeah, I think Eminem had a high-profile stalker break into his house as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian in Paris. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all forgot about that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that happens in my family. I probably... I probably would leave, try and leave the limelight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're good. We got enough money. Uh, we don't need to be so famous that people are staking us out and ripping us off like this. It's just so I think terrifying. that the only person that this hasn't happened to is Courtney. This hasn't even happened to Beyonce. It just happened, dude. She got her. Well, she got she got robbed, but nobody was trying to go after her. That's true. That's true. But it's still a violation of her personal Absolutely. space. Oh yeah. And oh who, yeah. Who knows what kind of personal effects or fair family heirlooms were lost in that robbery? Uh huh. What I'm trying to say is, give Beyonce her stuff back, Joey. Listen. Let me. T- I I, I want to be. I want to be Beyonce's bodyguard. Okay. Well, I want to be her bodyguard. Robbing her storage. I'm ra- I'm robbing up. her storage unit. It was not a good place to start. But then you know what scares me? Do you remember the story of what is that Grimmy girl's name that passed? She was shot by that fan. Grimmy. Yes. What does Grimmy mean? Her last name was Grimmy. She was an American Idol contestant. I've never heard of she. Let me see. Are you talking about Selena? Uh-uh. But that's one. Um, John Lennon? Christina Grimmy. Christina Grimmy. She died June 10th, 2016. She was shot. Um, oh, and Rebecca Schaefer. Oh, my God. Who's that? I've heard Rebecca of that Rebecca Schaefer was a I want to say she was an actress no she was a team model she was moving into acting and somebody broke into her uh, LA pad and shot her mm. 
yeah, so that's obviously the the worst nightmare outcome of this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she died in eighty nine, July eighteenth, nineteen eighty nine, in Los Angeles. Damn, isn't that the year you graduated high school? Just... Uh, I probably wasn't even conceived at the time. Just kidding. No, I'm as old as I am. Wait, you were born in 84, 85, 84, 83. No, none of 84, those. None of those. 86. No. Keep guessing. You said you graduated in 05. Mm-hmm. 87. You got it. You finally got it. My sister was born in 87, so that's easy. But yeah. No, it, it those those things it reminds me of things like that. Like you just really don't know people and what they're going to do, and like your safety is really when you're in the limelight. Your safety really, so you need to bulk up on your security because you just don't know when somebody could be sitting outside your bathroom right now and you taking a shit. That's scary. Well, and you're so damn famous. Like, your job is being on people's minds. So, whatever these people's worst worst ideal is, like, they are thinking about you in that context. It's, it's fame. It's just so terrifying, man. To be ever-present, to be popular, to be on people's minds like that I I do not envy them again I want to be famous but I want um, to live in the lap of luxury but I don't want people to know me oh I, I want you to know me because I want you, you well, you're gonna know me because you're gonna see me on TV so you're gonna know who I am um that's why but, I, that's why I use this elaborate stage name oh well yeah I'm gonna use the stage name but G- they're always gonna know what my name's gonna be Wikipedia true look at bell calise mm-hmm. almanzar well so it's like it we're, we're damned if we do damned if we don't but major props to kendall doing that and i hope she doesn't have to it doesn't put her in a space to where she feels like she has to move again because i just i would be so tired of moving especially in mansion to mansion yeah it sounds terrible yeah it's a lot to take in it's not like she's lifting the couches right I'm sure it's. I'm sure moving when you're a Jenner is uh, not that bad. Uh, it's probably not that bad. But moving when you're uncensored means going to break. <laughs> and yes. we're about to do that ourselves. So stay with us, and we'll be back to talk about April Fool's Day. And come on, white folks. And welcome back to Uncensored. I'm your guest host, John, and I'm here with who? Party boy Joey. Hi. Hi, buddy. Um, Joey, we're we're in hour three. We're starting the second half of the show. How do you feel so far? April Fool's Day. Uh, he's so messy. <laughs> I'm serious. How I are you? Get- no, I was getting ready to answer. You said April Fool's Day. I was like, 
No, no, I wasn't saying like April Fools. I'm saying <laughs> on this beautiful April Fools' Day, how do you feel? <laughs> oh, I feel good. It's been a good day. It, I feel good. I am enjoying the April Fools because when I tell you tomorrow, I'm going to cut the fuck up on everything and everyone. I'm going to call people and just prank. And I'm gonna I'm gonna actually charge my other phone. You mean earlier just today? Like recorded. Huh? You mean earlier today? Earlier today, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um I'm glad you caught that. How do you feel about this movie coming out? Godzilla versus King Kong. You're gonna be very upset with me. I don't know if I am, buddy. I don't even watch it. I don't like Godzilla or King Kong. Me neither. I think it's. I feel like. I, I, is I this where we're waste. at? Is this where we're at? Yeah, I think it's a waste of film. I think it's a waste of money. I think they did a waste on budget. I don't. I. I. I mean, if you do good in box office, awesome, cool, love it, do your damn thing. I could easily go for an action movie that doesn't involve two Maybelline animals or monsters or stuff. Um, I'd like to see Charlie stare and fight somebody. <laughs> That's hilarious because she was in a movie called Monster. Was she? Yeah, the is Eileen, it on Netflix? The Eileen Warno's story. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but oh, I remember. I sure remember that. I remember that. I sure do. It's a true story. A biopic of I a know. serial killer. I know. I know. I remember. I, how does that even work? I don't even want to ask. I don't even want to know. Just, well, uh, if you don't want to know, I won't tell you. But I will tell you this. We're going on break again. And when we come back, we're getting into the meat of this second half of this third hour. Uh, we're going to talk about Matt Gates and Come On White Folks. His sex trafficking ass. After the break on Uncensored. Um, yeah, I'd like to report that someone is illegally using a charcoal grill in a non-designated area on I'd like it to stop with immediately. Oh I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life, threatening my life, threatening my life. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear that. So anyone who wants to all right everybody you're back with uncensored on boss fm it is your party boy joey and i'm here with our cool cat our co-host john and we're gonna jump right on into our come on white folks Come on, white folks. Come on, white folks. Damn. That was good. So on today's Come On, White Folks, we're talking about Florida Representative Matt Gates. That's an issue in itself, but go ahead. Um, yeah, he's a, a big-time Trump supporter, just kind of an all-around piece of shit. And yeah. um, it came out... Uh, yesterday 
that, or maybe the day before yesterday, that he is under investigation by the Department of Justice for having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old, well a member of Congress, and uh, flying her out, which is, you know, technically moving a minor across state lines and Mm -hmm. technically he committed human trafficking basically now is this something that she confessed or she said or this is just accusations that were made he admits to it um (gasps) ow yeah i think i think the idea is that the age of consent is 16 and so he was well within his rights as a, I don't know, 27 or 30 year old man to be dating her. Um, I think that is, first of all, crazy. Gross. Yeah, gross, crazy, abusive. Uh, but also, I think once you, it, it, it's, there's some federal law because you're moving a minor across state lines. I don't think the, the state age of sexual consent matters at that point. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And I'm sure her parents' um, view on it will matter as well uh, w- when the Department of Justice asks them what they think. But so it all, this story, Matt Gates is just a douche. So, mm-hmm. like, this is not a surprise. And I hope all the bad things happen to him. I hope his victim is taken care of, but whatever. Like three days ago, Elon Musk made this joke on Twitter that said, if I, if there's ever a huge scandal surrounding me, can you please call it an elongate? Right? Because everything, Watergate, um, what is it? What else was there? Deflate gate. Um, Whenever there's a big scandal in the United States, we call it gate. Mm -hmm. And Matt Gates retweeted or quote tweeted and was like, call mine Gates gate. And so, and then the next day it comes out that he's being investigated by the department of justice. So if that's not, so it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for. Cause you just might get it big time, big time. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't make jokes. Like, don't make stupid jokes about um, yourself being in a scandal because then it, right. then it looks real. Because then you'll get tied up in one. Right. So to further the the stupidity of this situation, he went on Tucker Carlson um, to basically defend himself. But he didn't he didn't deny the allegations, like we said. And in fact, he nearly implicated Tucker Carlson in on it. Uh, he said, he, he said something to the effect of, well, you know, Tuck, when we went out to dinner that time, I invited her and you met her. You remember her. Oh, jeez. And Tucker Carlson was like, nope, I don't remember anything, buddy. Sorry. Not familiar with the reference. So in... In typical fashion, if you want to say white folks or Republicans or politicians or Florida man, whatever, 
but come on, get it together. Like, there's no reason for a member of Congress to be dating a minor. That's crazy. That's unacceptable. Uh, and he's probably going to get away with it. I, I missed a big part of the story. Before it was announced that he was being investigated by the Department of Justice, he said that he was retiring from Congress to pursue a job with Newsmax or OAN. Which, as you know, are the two far-right cable news networks. Ugh. Further right than Fox News. So... I, just, I have so many things to say about this. Yeah, a big... A big F you, a big uncensored middle finger to Matt Gates. Absolutely. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And then it, they're, they're, they're ta- he's talking about it as if this is something normalized, like we, something we all do. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good point. It's a page right out of the Trump playbook where when you're accused of doing something... Not only do you admit to it, but you um, gaslight the other side into thinking that what I'm doing is normal and you are the one I'm being victimized by your heavy handedness. Like I could never want to date anybody younger than me, let alone anybody who may not even be 35. Like. I don't understand why. And it's always it for me from what I've seen, it is always men in this type of power. Oh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, no. Those are the ones you find out about. Yes. Okay, you find out about them, yes. But I'm sure it happens in gym classes and, um, you know, after-school clubs across the world. But it's, it's always someone with some uh, dynamic, some degree of power, right? Right, which, right. Which makes it especially disgusting. But, you know, Matt, uh, he said on Tucker Carlson that the Department of Justice is trying to criminalize him being a good boyfriend. I'm just so confused on why you would even want to admit that. Well, it's called hypernormalization, and it's just a way of lying and gaslighting and making your bad behavior acceptable. Acceptable. Get away with like your pedophilia. You're making an excuse for. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing I'll say about Matt Gates, and I'm, if you don't know about this, Joey, I'm so proud proud to be telling you about it. But there was a moment this summer when I believe they were discussing uh, penalizing protesters more heavily uh, which, uh. Was, which was obviously an anti-black pro-republican pro-white supremacist uh, policy uh, I can't remember his name but a black congressman said that he, he pointed to Matt Gates and he was like, basically, you wouldn't know what it's like to worry about your son every time he leaves the house because you're white. Well, Matt Gates freaked the geek out 
and was like, how dare you talk about my family? You don't know my story. I have a son of color, blah, blah, blah. And people were just like, what is he talking about? And then come to find out he very like weirdly adopted a son from Cuba who's now like a 24 year old intern at the Florida Capitol or something uh, his name is Nestor and and, pe- and it was just people were just like I'm sorry what like you adopted a, a an adult son or a teenage son uh, yeah I it, this dude is just weird if you've ever seen a picture of him he looks like he looks like when the bad guy puts on the mask in the mask. Like his hair is all met. Like his hair is crazy. His teeth are crazy. Look this guy up. Matt Gates, spelled G A E T Z, which is a. Oh yeah, I've I've pulled him up. He's just he looks absolutely just disgusting right now. He just looks like a bad guy. So yeah, he does. That's all the time we have for Come On White Folks. I will end it by just saying one more. Come on, white folks. Come on, white men. Matt Gates. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. Damn. For real. Damn. But when we come back, we've got our discussion of the day. And let us know what you guys think of this uh, human piece of garbage, Matt Gates. Hit us up on social media at uncensored boss fm and we'll talk to you guys in a few minutes Welcome back to Uncensored. I'm your guest host, John, and I'm here with Party Boy Joey. And we're about hiya. hiya. We're about to get into our discussion of the day. What you got for us, Joe? Well, since today is one of my favorite days of the year, I get super excited. I love April Fool's Day. I love pranks. I love pranks so much that I do them about 24 hours a day seven days a week your whole I life is a them. prank I, it, it basically is are you pranking um, us right now is this no I'm I, I'm taking off for tonight I'm taking off for tonight because I will be so heavy tomorrow um, I'm going to call a few people and just mess up their lives just for the day just because I love them and I can't it's gonna be great um, I remember one time I called my mom and this was a bad prank but it was funny Um, and I did it because she didn't answer the phone so I put on um, Facebook that I had just been in a car accident and I couldn't reach my mom and I need somebody to call my mom so everybody commented that is messed up that's not a good prank 
it was it was funny because no, it's it, not it, it, funny. It rattled her up. I didn't say it was a bad one. Why wouldn't it, it rattle one. her up? Oh, it, ra- it rattled her the fuck up. It was great. Why wouldn't it? Because I'm her son. That's what I'm supposed to do. No, 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 no. You have to think of a, a prank that is not like you can say. There are certain things that you can say that will get a reaction out of someone beca- mm-hmm. because they care about you or because they're a good person. Exploiting that is not a prank. Here's what happened. You've done no legwork. All you have to do is like, hey, call my mom and tell her I'm dead. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. But I said that I had, um, I was in a little fender bender. It wasn't a bad one. But I told her that I've been trying to call my mom. She wouldn't answer. So I, all of my aunts got in touch with my mom. I texted my aunts and told them it's a prank. I'm just trying to get mom riled up. And she called me. She's like, what happened? What happened? Put up and I couldn't even get a word. I, like, as soon as she answered the phone, I was just like, mom, I'm just joking. I'm okay. But I couldn't even get that. Like, that went on for 15 minutes, and I just laughed. Uh, I'm a very mean son. I am. But... That's evil. That's demented. I, yeah. I just feel like... At some point in my early my childhood, I did a prank by your definition of prank uh, where my mom is pulling out into traffic you know like she waits for the gap and then pulls out and as she's pulling out I go and I just felt so bad after she you know she slammed on the brakes and was mad but I just felt like I got no joy out of that that brought me no joy only sadness Of your mom? You did that to your mom? I did that to my mom as a child, yeah. One time. Oh, I, do that. I, I do that to my mom every time I'm home. It's nasty. Even my stepdad. It's rotten. It's the best. No. And if we were driving and you did that, I'd cuff you. I, I, I do that to my mom all the time. My, no, but let me tell you, my mom gets me back. Well, now I'm starting to get a fuller picture of the nut falling from the tree. <laughs> My mom gets me back on everything that I do. Like, I'll be walking around a corner. And like I said, it's a fairly large house she lives in. So I, and it's not completely always open. So she'll be hiding around a camera, waiting for a corner, waiting for me to come around. And she won't even, like, scream or yell or ah. She'll just be like, mm-hmm. And that alone will get me to jump out of my skin because I'm not expecting her to be there. And it's all, it's really all about letting your guard down. So my stepdad, like when he walks around the house, I will be like sitting under a table and the table, the the dining room table is right by their bedroom. And I will get under the table and he won't know I'm there. And then he'll walk out of his room just in a, in a space, just not even thinking anything's going to happen. And I'll be like, <clears throat> while I'm under the table. And I mean, his feet, I think he jumped maybe like 10 feet up in the air. What you're doing is wrong. It's amazing. It's a bad thing to do. It's the best. Jump scares are my least favorite. That's why I don't like most horror movies. I like 
horror. I like spooky, scary stuff. But it's all just like, ah, ah, ah. You know, jump scares. It's cheap. I'm waiting for my best friend to get here, like to move to Atlanta. So like whenever he is like able to get in his car, I'm going to be in his trunk. And before he even pulls off, I'm just going to jump out from the back. You should wait for him to pull off and then make a whole bunch of noise like, help, help. Well, no, because I'm not trying to have him crash the car. That's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Man, I just feel like we are on such different pages when it comes to pranks. I love scaring people. Um, I love scaring people. I'm really glad. I want to buy like fake snakes and like fake poop and all that stuff. Like I want to buy like all these fake, oh my God, my stepdad is so scared of spiders. I want to get like a massive tarantula, a fake one, and then just kind of put it in front of his bedroom. Oh. I think I would rather see one giant spider than like a hundred little spiders. I'm going to get about three. Are you familiar with wolf spiders? Yes. They're the really small ones that are like black and white. No. They're pretty big ones and they carry all their babies on their back. No, I didn't know that. I thought the wolf spiders were small and had like, like they were black, but like with white dots on them. Nah, they're regular sized spiders. But when you like one time I stomped on one and basically mm-hmm. like a million bajillion baby spiders oh, yeah. came out. Now, from underneath that's the nightmare. That's the yeah. nightmare. Yep. Well, that's what you should do to your stepdad if you really care about him. If you really, if you're really um, serious about April Fool's Day, and I'm going home in a few weeks, so that's going to be even better. You got to put somebody in the hospital. No, they have healthy hearts. Um, but so I hate April Fool's Day. I think pranks are stupid. Um, really hate jump scares. I don't even think those count as pranks. But one of the my favorite things ever on April Fool's Day was there was this radio show and I didn't experience this I just heard tell um, it was in like the central coast of California St. Louis Obispo area um, there is there's a highway that goes up a giant hill and it's so big that they call it the grade mm-hmm. um and going over the grade cuts like 45 minutes off of your commute if you're going from one side of this hill to the other. Mm-hmm. So on April Fool's Day, they announced that a tractor trailer truck hauling elephant seals to the marina in, uh, I don't know, Morro Bay or whatever, wherever in California crashed on the grade. And there's elephant seals all across the the highway, across, mm. across all eight lanes. And so people heard that and diverted their their commute to go around the grade. Mm-hmm. But it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Done by like a morning radio DJ. Ugh. I have to I have to pull up just my list of things of what I'm going to do tomorrow. It's when I tell you it's just going to be so busy. I 
hate you so much. Let's go to break, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My reality is trembling. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I fuck it up every time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Alright everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy Joey along with the co-host John. And we're gonna switch it up again. You know how we do. We have a little B and J for you. So go back. Let's hit it. And you are chilling with the flashbacks of B and J. It is your party boy Joey. And it's your bombshell girl, Becca. And we're hopping into this one. Y'all know I don't like her but we're going to talk about it. Go ahead, girl. So for today's flashback, of course, we always focus on the biggest and messiest situations that's happened in whatever time we decide to touch on. But today we're going to talk about Danielle Brigoli. And if you don't know who she is, bad baby. And we're going to talk a little bit about her and some recent things that have been happening with her as well. So she appeared on Dr. Phil in 2016 at the age of 13. And her mo- she was there with her mother, Barbara Ann Brigoli, in a segment titled, I want to give up my car-stealing, knife-wielding, twerking 13-year-old daughter who tried to frame me for a crime. Now, I don't remember that being the title. But if I did, I promise y'all would have been cracking up. Because <laughs> I feel like that is just a whole lot that she just said. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to unpack. Okay? That's a lot. And so during the show, Danielle looked at the audience. And that's when she barked her famous six words that transformed her life. Catch me outside. How about that? Right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when it first, when she first came out with this phrase, everybody was like, I was angry. Because I was like, first of all, who is this little white girl telling somebody to catch her outside? And, you know, I felt like, you know how black people don't like when people say y'all? Because it's like, who's y'all? Don't include me in that mess. That's you don't, and only. Don't pull my wig into it. Right. So when she said that, everybody was like, girl, I will catch you outside and I will demolish you. Like, like I remember hearing people say that. Right. Now, I don't know how you personally feel about her, but I want to talk about what she's been doing lately. So she basically opened up, opened up about alleged abuse she faced at a camp that Dr. Phil sent her to. So she basically said that, you know, she's famous for that catch me outside. How about that phrase? And she was talking about this in a YouTube video as well. She talked about this on Instagram before and like she made a post about the abuse and that she expects an apology from Dr. Phil. But then she recently um, created a YouTube video and she was talking about everything with the phrase that, that people turned into a meme and her rap career and Dr. Phil. So what I'm going to tell you that she said about Dr. Phil. So she basically was saying how she's breaking her um, silence about the Turnabout Ranch. So Bergoli felt like it was her time to share her story after a young woman named Hannah filed a lawsuit about the the Turnabout Ranch for sexual assault, right? So the video basically 
starts with an ultimatum for Dr. Phil, where she gives him up to April 5th to issue a public apology to every child he sent to Turnabout and other rehabilitation centers. And then she gets into her story. So she basically said that her mother and her grandmother knew that she was going to the Turnabout, um, Turnabout Ranch after her appearance on Dr. Phil, but she was under the impression that she was going to be returning to school, but she was taken to the ranch instead. And so she said that, you know, the beginning of her experience at the ranch where she wasn't allowed to shower for the first three days. Mm-mm. Right. And then she also said that they stripped her away from her personality and she had to act however they wanted her to act like. And she also said that this place is all about taking away privileges, but they take away like they take away like necessity privilege, privileges, like sleeping on a bed, eating good food and not being cold. And she also talked about the staff and she said she was punished for doing like arbitrary things. And when she tried to do the right thing, like reporting wrongdoings, she would either be punished for being there or the staff would do nothing. Right. And then she said, even if you don't, even if you don't know the rules, if you fuck up, you're still in trouble. There is no, I don't know. Right. And she also said that, you know, she shared a story about a young boy being physically held down after trying to leave the ranch. She just continues talking about her own experience. And then another thing that she talked about was the whole catchphrase that made her famous. So like I mentioned, she created a YouTube video. So on Tuesday, you know, she talked about the phrase that jumpstarted her career. And she said, my problem with the meme was always the meme was that was always that people only got to see half the story. And she said, for years, I didn't even want to talk about it. People would say it and I would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. And then she ripped, like I mentioned, she ripped into Dr. Phil and his show and she used like, you know, who made the rules that just because you're older than me, then you get to treat me with no respect at all. Right. I'm still a human being. I'm still a human being. You have to have some sort of respect for me. And then she also talked about, you know, the whole phrase. And then she also talked about how she's like approaching her 18th 18th birthday. And she said that meme made it seem like I was evil, uh, like I was an evil, hateful girl. That's why I hate it so much, because that's not me. Y'all can't judge somebody's whole life off of a 30 second clip. I always wanted people to know me for me. Now, for everything that she talked about with the ranch and Dr. Phil, I don't think anyone should ever go through that type of abuse or like feel like their privileges or the basic necessities that they need in life should be stripped away from them. I don't believe that that should be a thing at all. Mm. But with Bad Baby, I think she's done so much over the years outside of that catch me outside phrase that people look at her wrong for before she even sat there and said catch well not before like after she said catch me outside so she would always get into arguments with these little youtubers or people that was just popular off of vine or tiktok or something like that then she she was on live and she was like i'm tired of people saying i want to be black like who wants to be black baby girl you do you do you are the epitome of cultural appropriation like it's it's horrible and it's embarrassing and she doesn't get it like this is what you're this is what you're putting out there for the world so you have to understand what the attention you're gonna get coming from that you can't get bad at nobody but yourself but my thing is if she wants so bad to not be seen seen as that evil and hateful girl 
you then need don't to put that energy out there. Exactly. You need to learn to be the basic rules to rebranding, which is changing the narrative. Right. Right? So when she sat there and said, who wants to be black? Strike one. Then you sit there and you make so songs where you talk about this, you talk about, oh, um, then she was dating NBA young boy was rumors of that, but then she wasn't. And then she, it was just like a whole bunch of stuff. And she always catches herself in the headlines for something stupid. Now, I understand she's been going to like to rehab for, you know, things that she's done. And she's talked about, oh, you know, not wanting to live in the life and that she has and that she's going to get away from music. It's just, I feel like. I still don't like her, but at the same time, I feel like she probably is trying to change the narrative that she had. Mm -hmm. But she's going about it the wrong way, and she's not keeping the right people who should be around her to around change her. this narrative, E2. Right. Now, after she said, who wants to be Black, I, I remember one of her friends sat there with her on live and talked to her about it. And she, you know, she was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and her friend was talking to her. And I'm just like, that's not even something that you should have. Like, yeah, I understand you did it on camera just so people could see that you having the conversation. But at the same time, it didn't even seem genuine to me. It felt like a a force. Mm. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. And she sets herself up for failure. Um, I ain't got no sympathy for her. I don't. She went on the show and embarrassed herself. Uh, her friends tried to tell her about herself. She didn't want to listen. Um, so I don't believe it really anything that she's saying, if I'm being honest. And she also said that Dr. Phil basically, um, like they, 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 they mixed her words around to make her seem like that type of person. No, cause we heard what she said. <laughs> we all heard what she said. We heard what the fuck she said. You can't switch nowhere. We know what you, we heard what you said. We saw it. We were watching. We as America was mortified definitely no for real I think honestly I do feel bad for her in a little sense even though Joey you know you're more of the sympathetic kind I do I feel bad for her in a sense because this is hate she's received ever since she was 13 and she's about to be 18 and that's a problem 18 and I think that she's trying to she started trying to change her narrative Around, I want to say she was like 16 or just got into age 17. And that's when she decided to try and change the narrative. And it's just like you've seen her try and pull up on, you might, you know, well, Vicky, the, she's another one. Oh. The center of cultural appropriation. So when it came to arguments and beef between them two and them trying to fight, everybody's just looking at them like, what is going on here? Look like Tom and Jerry just trying to have a whole argument. Y'all both look stupid. Sit down. Yeah, it, it's dumb. And I'm just like, why? Whoa, whoa, Vicky just needs to come off the map too. Yeah. And my thing is, if she really wants to change the narrative along with rebranding herself, I think she just, she mentioned, like I mentioned that she said, that she was stripped of her personality and she had to act however they told her to act. I That's feel like she's kind of struggling with knowing who she truly is. And you could already tell growing up, it was like when I mentioned, she over here, her mom says she was stealing cars, she was twerking, she was doing all these things. It's like she clearly has been struggling trying to identify herself in this world and trying to fit into the society. And I feel like she really needs a good group of people who are going to do that. And but, I think but that's partially her mama's fault. Oh, oh, that, her, it's her mama's fault too. 
I will never not say it's not her mama's fault. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I still think that she needs to sit there and have this moment with herself and sit down with a therapist or something to figure out how she can develop as a person and change the narrative. I'm not feeling her. I need her to just go ahead. I don't like, I mean, don't get me wrong. She got like one good song, but other than that, no, she just needs to, she needs to go back to, she needs to really just go back to growing up. Like if you want fame, okay, cool. Come back to fame later, but grow up and learn some maturity about yourself. Cause your fame, like this stuff leads people to suicide. And with people like her, she's so worried about what people are saying about her because of the image she put out there. Mm -mm. I ain't got no sympathy for her. And that's all we have for Flashback with B&J. Please head over to our Instagram and Twitter, Uncensored Boss FM, and share your thoughts. We'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome to Uncensored. I'm John. And it's your party boy Joey. Uh another another episode of Uncensored in the books. If you're just joining us now, you have missed the show. But that's okay. You can check us out on the Boss FM app on bossfm.com. Uh just search for Uncensored on the shows tab. Or you can look for the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Just search for Uncensored Boss FM and uh, listen to the show there. But otherwise, we'll give you a quick recap of what we've been talking about today. So the MLB opens a mist, um, a potential fourth wave. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. Really stupid. Um, especially Texas. We're talking about some 40,300 seats. Y'all can kiss my ass on that. I ain't going to Texas. Um, and then New York and Virginia look to legalize marijuana. Yeah, man. Yes. Puff, puff, pass. Yes. Come on, Smokey. Right. Cheech and Chong in Virginia mm-hmm. and New York. All you playing with my money, you playing with my emotions. Well, yeah, and jokes aside, um, it's a great way for the state to make some tax revenue off the sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the laws disproportionately affect poor people and people of color. So get that shit out of here. Yes. And then, you know, the two U.S. Capitol officers, I'm so happy they finally spoke up. They are suing Donald Trump for his role, for his role, because people, he had one in the January 6th insurrection. So happy about that right. um, We're gonna... I'm not happy about the amount it needs to be more right well yeah it definitely needs to be more than 75 grand but we're going to try and hold this man accountable one way or another so right. fingers crossed and come on for the skinny dipping at Kendall Jenner's um, a crazy psychotic man decided he wanted to do a nude swim at her place while she was home Oh yeah, our second day in a row of a celebrity stalker break-in. Yes. Terrifying. Like, sit your asses home. Y'all are so bored. Right. Get a job. Read a book. Get yes. There's a lot of books out here. Write uh, a letter to your grandma. The, uh, I can't. We talked about 
Matt Gates and the Gates Gate. Um, which is what he wanted to call it. He wanted to call it, so that's what it is. We wanted to name it. I'm glad he called it out. And then we talked about my maybe not so great pranks and maybe my great pranks. The your, pranks. Your awful pranks. I love pranks. April Fool's Day is a shitty holiday. <laughs> so take that. I haven't it. even started. I haven't even started. Well, don't so, start yeah, with me. It's going to be great. Uh, you said what? You said something smart? What'd you say? I said, well, don't start with me. Oh. I may get you tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Right. Tomorrow on April Fool's Day. Because full disclosure, and uh, I'm just going to put it out there. We record this show the night before. And if you listen to this point of the show, you just got a nugget of truth. A little behind the scenes BTS action um, but it's just I feel generous and I'm happy you guys are stuck with us so I'll give you that little nugget but you won't pay attention it's okay it's cool you probably missed it or maybe you'll catch it on the podcast that too we have a B&J and we have a no more notable women segment but springtime shebang a spring has sprung yes it has yes it has and it's gonna be fashion loving fashion but that's all the time we had we enjoyed it we love you guys thank you for sticking with us it is your party boy Joey along with your co-host John we're here Monday through Friday same time same place 2pm to 6pm and if you missed the show again you have it on our podcast trust me we never leave you hanging We'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Bye.